the RDK podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Walker, and today I'm joined by the fantastic Stefan Blickenstorfer from Three Screen Solutions. Stefan, welcome, and how are you doing? Hey, doing good. How are you? Nice to be here. I'm good as well. It's great to have you on the show. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but Stefan, just for our listeners who might not be aware of Three Screen Solutions, uh, could you give us a little insight into what your main focus is? Yeah, sure. So uh, Three Screen Solutions, um, we are in the business for operators and broadcasters since more than 10 years, meanwhile. Um, our main focus, if you will, um, is to deliver excellent video experiences to end consumers. We are our operator customers. Um, so we are a company that focuses very much on front-end development. Um, we are serving operators and broadcasters all over the world um, with a heavy focus still on Europe, but we are expanding as well. Um, to do that, we have launched uh, a few years ago the 3D Entertainment Ecosystem, which is our product framework that we utilize um, with a suit of front-ends, but also an experience management tool named the Control Center that helps operators and broadcasters then to create experiences for the users. Great, and, and thank you for the insight. And, you know, with the popularity of the three ready concepts, um, it's, it's, it's been a big part of the, the, the work that you do, um, especially over the last few years with, with yeah. three assess. Can you give us a sort of insight into the projects you have been part of in the recent years and, and the kind of service providers you work with? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you don't mind, I will actually expand a bit because I think it's, it's maybe interesting to hear uh, where we came from and, um, you know, how our focus changed over the years. Yeah, uh, definitely. I just looked back, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm with 3SS uh, close to nine years, meanwhile. And um, when we started, we had a much wider spectrum of customers reserved. So um, uh, we, meanwhile, we focused very much on operators only. But back then, we also had content owners, a lot of broadcasters. Um, so we started, for example, one of my first projects back then with 3SS was uh, Max Dome, a German VOD store. And uh, this was I would say, yeah, typical for the customers we had back then. Over the years, um, we had, for example, Swisscom. Um, we, are, we developed with them together the Entertainment OS 2, which I believe was one of the first Android-based operator deployments in Europe or worldwide, and um, is, a, is a great solution. They acquired a lot of new customers with that. Um, then we moved on very much focused on Android and Android TV, uh, for example, for Canal Digital or now Elente. Um, we did one of the first Android TV hybrid deployments. Uh, back then, this was before Android TV operated here existed. Um, we are working for Comham in Sweden, rolled out, I believe, also one of the first Android TV operated here hybrid deployments in the market with them. Um, we work for Proximus in Belgium. We work for a joint, the joint venture in Germany between ProSieben and Discovery uh, to support them with a lot of multi-screen development on all possible screens, Super RTL, but also uh, names like Blockbuster in Denmark to bring video mm. to the TV. So that's pretty much our yeah, customer portfolio, you could say. Okay, so obviously it's a very sort of Android TV-focused background, but enabling that deployment for, um, for, for operators across Europe and, and, and beyond. So there's an interest buzzing around RDK amongst mm. three screen at the moment. What's different about RDK that's got you excited as a business? 
Yeah, um, like you rightfully said, I mean, most of the references I mentioned are Android or Android TV based. Um, and I think this, uh, the background and also to go to your question is when we, when we started to work for those operators, there was maybe not that much of a choice yet when you wanted to really have a competitive fast time to market on, on setter boxes. It was, uh, you could do custom Linux builds or you could end, do Android TV. But what we have seen in the in the last years um, is that uh, yeah there there have been a lot of developments in the RDK community and in the ecosystem. So um, the video accelerator program um, I believe is really a, a good yeah a good tool to help um, operators to achieve similar time to market and also maybe cost efficiencies um, like the Android TV ecosystem because it it reduces the the complexity of selecting all your components hardware etc. So this together with uh, the, the maturity when it comes to th things like voice experiences, which are very important. And then last but not least, for us as a front-end company, um, also with the latest development around uh, yeah, tool sets like the Lightning Framework, which make it much easier for us uh, to develop high-quality experiences also on RDK boxes. And um, yeah, so, so we looked a bit from the sidelines on the topic in the last years because we, we simply had and had this focus on Android TV. Um, but we saw that yeah, there's really a lot of buzz in the industry and it started to become, um, I would say, a viable option for operators that want to achieve also a great UX, um, but maybe need to put a different focus than Android TV gives you. And that's why we decided to dive more into the RDK world, if you will. That's it, right. And I think the options that it gives you with your current partners and future partners as well is only going to expand on, on, on those relationships. Uh, you know, coming from a heavy Android background, how do you think RDK differs to Android TV in the offerings? Hmm. Well, I think there, there are the two main obvious differences is that one, Android TV comes, of course, with a, with a very large and very mature and wide ecosystem which is driven by Google. So I would say if you look at the Play Store and the number of apps available there, if you look at things like Google Assistant, um, this is, I think, still the, the main difference between the two worlds. Um, on the other hand, and this is then what, what RDK brings to the table, is uh, that it, that enables you to take full control over each part of the ecosystem. Right? So it gives you maybe uh, less less wide options yeah so if you look at the available applications etc or or other ecosystem parts so you need to invest a bit more on the development and and providing um your features there but on the other hand uh, you have full control over those so i think that's that's one of the differences and the other main difference well that's that's a more technical part of course for us as a front-end developer is that one we we can develop uh, with with java with kotlin and now on on rdk it's a bit um more web focused you, you could do also other things but obviously it's then more about a web-based ui that you would develop there absolutely right and 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 looking at it as well you know with your deployments with android tv how do you think 3SS are planning to use RDK to, to your advantage in the future with your partners? Well, in, in the first place, we want to make sure that, that we have also for our operator customers a viable option or alternative next to Android TV um, with the same level of UI excellence, the level of feature richness and, and also our ecosystem um, that we have in 3 available on, on another alternative. Yeah. Uh, I think there is still for every operator 
there, there are good reasons to go one or the other way, and I think it's, it's difficult to say this is better or that is better. It's really a case by case. Um, but yeah, so we want to establish this as an alternative so that we can also help those operators which for whatever reasons do not want to go the Android TV route to bring the same level of UX, or the same level of content aggregation um, and just ease of use for the consumers, but together then with the flexibility that we offer on, on this device as well. And um, well, that's, that's where we want to go, uh, where, we work, uh, where we are working on right now to achieve this. And um, um, how we want to use it is, as I said, mostly I think the new, the new ways of developing uh, front-ends, um, new ways of integrating voice also in RDK. Um, I think this is, this is what helps us on the way there. Absolutely, definitely. And Stefan, I, I just want to say thank you very much for, for taking the time today to, to give us a, a quick insight into, into 3SS and, and, and what you're doing with RDK. And of course, thank you to all of our listeners uh, for, for, uh, for tuning in. Um, Stefan, where can we find you online? <laughs> well, it's actually easy. Our name is a bit complicated, but it's 3SS.TV. Um, there you can find anything about our company, about our product. And of course, uh, you can stalk us on LinkedIn. Um, we are very active. Meanwhile, um, we have built up an operator community for our customers. Um, but also, yeah, try to give a lot of insights on what we're doing internally, but also with our customers there. That's it. And again, just for all of our listeners, please log on, uh, log on to their um, LinkedIn page. Uh, 3SS puts out some great content about what they do within the community as well. Please make sure that you follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn using the at handle the RDK podcast. And remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get a notification every time we upload a new episode. Until then, take care and let's continue the conversation. Oh,